Hello, and thank you for joining us for the Hatchbend Apostolic Church web broadcast. In our society today, some, and yes, sadly, maybe even most, question the value of preaching in their lives. But we still believe what Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. In essence, Paul preached that God has chosen the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. And so that's why we still place such a high value on the preached word of God in agreement to the scripture. And so now I'd like to thank you again for joining us for a message from the pulpit of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. Gibson, welcome to this pulpit. Praise the Lord. It is good to be in his house this morning. Looking forward to what the Lord is going to do. Hey, Paisley, um, in this house today. Couldn't help every time Brother Boyd would say blessed. All I could do was look around. And uh, first of all, my wife and then my children and the church folks that we go to church with. I'm thankful for the Lord today to be in the house. I'm going to go real fast today. Is that okay with you guys? Real fast. He gave me a little extra time, so I'm trying to try to get you all out of here quick. If we can, turn to Ezekiel 37. <coughs> For the sake of time, I'm just going to read one verse. Verse 10. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and breath entered them. They came to life and stood up on their feet. A vast army. A vast army. I like to preach for a little while. Ready for a move. Ready for a move. How many is ready for a move? How many is ready for a move in the house today? How many is ready for a move in the house? How many is glad they're part of an army on the move? And those that ain't part of that army, you can jump on today. You can be part of that army. I'm thankful for that. You can be seated. In in most cases, when we hear preaching from Ezekiel 37, it's used to speak of power of God. Reviving, resurrecting, and restoring. It shows us how our God can move into the graveyard of our lives and resurrect dreams and visions. And how we can step into the middle of chaos and confusion. And he can bring order and peace. We see God take nothing through the process of hearing of the word of God. And the operation of the Holy Ghost turn nothing into something great and powerful. And we labor with great diligence and attention to detail. To show how a valley full of dry bones. Desolate, broken, separate. And transformed into the final product of a mighty army standing on their feet, ready for service. Then we close the Bible and shout about the miracle in the valley and the dry bones, and then we go home. I said we shout all over the place about the miracles, and then we go home. But I want to preach to you this morning where we start is where we quit. Where we quit, when we end the message, I want to, I want to go from there. I don't want to preach to the dry bones. I'm not here to prophesy to anybody here tonight or today. But I want to prophesy to the children of God. I want to preach to a group of people 
under every condition, circumstances of life that God has called and anointed and appointed for such a time as this. I'm not speaking today to the depressed and the distressed. I'm not speaking to the fretful and the fearful. And I'm not speaking to the wounded and the worried. I don't mean to be uncaring because I do care. But God has focused my spirit on another class of people today. My assignment today is not to speak to the dry bones, but to the army of God. There's not many in contrast to the valley of dry bones, but in every city and every church, there are a select few that have answered the call of the Spirit to come upon to a higher place and to live in a higher plane. I'm talking about the army of the Lord. They're a rare breed of people who have learned to be soldiers. We've got a lot of saints in our church. We've got a lot of saints in our church, but we don't have a lot of soldiers. We have a lot of saints holding the fort, but we don't have many soldiers possessing the land. We have a lot of saints that hold the fort, but we don't have many soldiers possessing the land. God has given us a power and a strength to possess the land. God has said, it is time for the army of the Lord to come attention. The adversary is great, the conditions are hard, but we were bred. We were bred for battle. We are armed and we are dangerous. There will always be dry bones and there will always be a prophet. I'm here to preach to you the children of God. And I believe that God wants to tell us this hour that this is the hour of power. This is the hour of power. God has provided divine order into your life. He has said he has strengthened you and nourished you by his word and the wind and the spirit has filled your lives and stood you up. And stood you up on your feet and now it's time to fulfill your promise. It's time to fulfill your promise. You are in God's hand and defeat in the earth. You are the agents of the change and deliverance in the earth. It was said that of the early church, they have turned their world upside down. It was God's mighty power flowing through yielded vessels that threw down Satan's strongholds and rose up and established the kingdom of God. It is our time. It is our time to pick up the banner. It is our time to pick up the banner and run with it. We are those who have been anointed to break through and set the captives free. We are anointed to bring deliverance to the bound and the oppressed. God said in Jeremiah 51 and 20, Thou art my battle axe and my weapons of war, for with thee will I break in pieces. The nations, and with thee will I destroy kingdoms. And with thee will I break into pieces the horse and his rider. And with thee will I break in pieces the chariot and his rider. Then Isaiah 41 says this, Behold, I will make thee a sharp, sh new sharp threshing instrument having teeth. I've read over this a hundred times. Behold, I will make thee a new sharp threshing instrument having teeth. Thou shalt thresh the mountains and beat them small and shall make 
hills of chaff, having teeth. That means we're not all talk. It doesn't mean we're all full of hot air. That means we have power to back it up. That means we have power to back it up this morning. For the kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. Acts 1 and 8 says, But ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Wherever the kingdom of God is, there will be manifestation of the power of God. Romans 4 and 17. For the kingdom of God is not in meat and drink, but righteousness, peace, and joy, and the Holy Ghost. Then listen to what Jesus said. Neither shall they say, Lo here or lo there. For behold, the kingdom of God is within you. We are the children of God. We have been delivered from the hand of the enemy. We've been washed in the blood of the Lamb. I said we have been washed in the blood of the Lamb. We have been washed in the blood of the Lamb and filled with the Holy Ghost and power. God did not call us into his service and send us into warfare without weapons. First of all, God has given us the armor, wherefore take up unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, in the evil day, withstand in the evil day, and the having done all to stand. Stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shall should with the preparation of gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be quenched of all fiery darkness and all wickedness. And take, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with the perseverance of supplication for all the saints. Then the Bible tells us this. That our weapons are not carnal, but they're mighty through the God to the pulling down of the stronghold and to the casting down of the imaginations. The news, the junk in the world, the imaginations, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to obedience of Christ. I want to tell you that this battle and warfare, we have been given the weapons that the devil has no defense against. We have the power of the name of Jesus. The name that is above all names. The name that holds power in three worlds. Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. That every name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Of things in heaven and things of earth, and things under earth, and that every knee shall bow, and that every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. Acts 14 and 12 says, Neither is any salvation in any other, for there is no other name under heaven given unto men whereby we must be saved. Jesus. And these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. Shall they cast out devils? 
Shall they cast out devils? Shall they cast out devils? Not run from them, but they shall cast them out. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink of any deadly thing. Now you don't actually got to walk around picking up snakes. I'm going to go the other way. But you can take up serpents. And if they drink of any deadly things. It shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick. They shall lay hands on the sick. They shall lay hands on the sick. And they shall recover. And we have the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. There's protection through the blood. There's healing through the blood. There's deliverance through the blood. There's cleansing through the blood. You're conscious through the blood. There is access into the presence of God through the blood. There's overcoming power through the blood. Revelation 12, 11 says, And they overcame them by the blood of the Lamb and the world of their testimony. People used to plead the blood on everything. The children, the cats, the dogs, the garden, the house, the car. They wouldn't go anywhere or do anything without pleading the blood first. And we have the power of the word of God. The same word that God used to create the universe. The same word that Jesus used to cast out devils and heal the sick. To open up blind eyes to unstop deaf ear. To cast out devils and to heal the sick. To open up blind eyes and to step the deaf ear. We have the same word. The word is eternal. Forever, O oh Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. When we, use the, when we use the word, it's the same as if Jesus himself is standing right there speaking. There's healing power in the word. There's deliverance power in the word. Psalms 107 and 20 says this. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from all of their destructions. When the devil attacked Jesus in the wilderness, he gave overcome them with the word of God. The power that defeated the devil was the word of God in Jesus' mouth. It is written, we have the weapon of God and the power of praise. Praise is such a powerful weapon that even the prisoners could not hold the ones who dared to praise God in the midnight hour. Praise will knock down the walls. Praise will open the doors. Praise will knock down the walls. Praise will open the doors. Praise will set the captives free. Praise will bring divine assistance in your battle. In your battle. Praise will confuse your enemy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Praise will confuse your enemy. Try it out sometime. It'll confuse them. It worked with Job, didn't it? We have the weapon of praying in the Holy Ghost. When we pray in tongues, we get the cloaked by the Holy Ghost and the devil can't track us anymore. It's like the radar You are called, you are chosen, you are anointed. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. The devil underestimated you, the devil underestimated under us. We are not some weak knee defeated. Discouraged, beat down, head hanging in the dirt. 
Bunch of believers just trying to hold the fort till Jesus comes. We are not weak need. We are strong. We are mighty. We are anointed children of God and we are here to possess this land. Behold, I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing by any means hurt you. By any means hurt you. Matthew 16 and 18 says this, And I say unto thee, Thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church. Upon this rock I will build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against me. Then he called his twelve disciples together and gave them the authority over the devils and to cure all diseases. And he sent them to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. All three of these scriptures describe an army. Advancing, marching in power, treading down every enemy and every evil, every sickness and every disease, breaking through every obstacle and every hindrance. Can I get the musicians to come up here? We can all stand if you'd like. I told you I was going to be quick and fast. We are not going in our own authority or on our own power, but are we going in the name of Jesus and the power of the Holy Ghost. There should be anointing rise up in here right now. I wonder if we can just start praying. I wonder if we can just start lifting our voices in this place. Come on. Come on. You prayed under the Holy Ghost before. Let's pray. Let's start worshiping the Lord. Come on. Let's get this stirred up in here. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. If you're part of that army of the Lord, I want you to start making your way up here. Come on. Let God start using you like you're a soldier in the army. Come on. This message has been brought to you today by the media ministry of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. We pray that it's ministered to you in some way, and we'd like to take this opportunity to invite you to join us in service here at Hatchbend Apostolic. Our Sunday services begin at 10 a.m. and our Wednesday night service at 7.30 p.m. For any more information or to speak with our ministry staff, please feel free to call our church office at 386-935-2806 or you can visit the contact link here on our website. Again, thank you for listening and we pray God's richest blessings on you and your family.